super big on development. We're super big on mindset, investing in yourself, learning, studying, growing. What are you reading? What are you listening to? Who are you following? But who are you around? Uh, we spent a couple of weeks on proximity. Who are the leadership? Uh, the ins the inspiration. Where do you gather your information from? Inspiration from uh, who are the mentors and the coaches that you are in proximity to? Uh, how are you learning and growing and developing uh, yourself, expanding your knowledge, being challenged? It requires this kind of stuff for momentum. Okay, if I am just doing the same thing over and over again, there is no momentum. It becomes stagnant. It becomes discouraged. I get in these slumps every three months. I kind of fall off. You know, I, I lose excitement, lose motivation. Motivation wears off in two weeks. A lot of time our hustle comes from uh, either desperation. It comes from, you know, there, there's there's a lot of stuff that we we're trying to accomplish and trying we're, we're trying to reach goals that we're trying to reach. And so we will outwork everybody else. And a lot of that is rooted in fear. OK, uh, so that's why I had mentioned last week that there's got to be a mission and a goal, a vision in mind that that creates momentum, that creates certainty, that creates the idea of what I'm really looking forward to, what I'm planning ahead for, and also to develop good habits. OK, your habits are going to uh, outlast your motivation a lot of times. Motivation is you're not going to wake up inspired and motivated every single day. That's why we need good, strong, solid, healthy habits, uh, because those outlast, outweigh, outrun uh, motivation. And a lot of times motivation is to a temporary fix, is to a temporary excitement, is to a temporary accomplishment or achievement. Has everybody ever reached a goal or reached an accomplishment money-wise, number-wise, trip-wise, new vehicle-wise, and found out that when you got there, it wasn't as satisfying or fulfilling as you thought it would be, okay? Because a lot of times we set uh, goals competing or comparing ourselves to somebody else. You know, oh, they got a nice car. They got a new one of these. I want one. Or they got a Gucci belt. I want a Gucci belt. Or, you know, I like this house on this side of town and I love what I saw on Instagram. And so I want that too, thinking that there is fulfillment in it. That's not where it comes from. Momentum comes from, I have a vision. I have a mission. I have a goal in mind. I have a life purpose and calling and assignment to be here on this earth. And so with that from that vision, that goal that God gave me, I invest into that. I invest into myself to grow and to develop and sharpen and increase my knowledge and expertise and skill in that particular area. I, I say this all the time, don't get me wrong when I'm saying it, but I don't believe you should go to school to find out your passion. I believe you should find your passion and your purpose so that you can further your education, okay? Because school, traditional school or whatever is not meant for everybody. Me being number one to say, I cannot sit in a classroom without my, you know, attention being drawn somewhere else and trying to be focused on one task, thinking that I'm going to get this done or that this is for me. But that's just not for me. If anybody else does well at academics and all that kind of stuff, I applaud you. I celebrate you. I'm happy for you. I don't have that skill. I personally do not learn that way. But if you if you put me around leaders, I will draw every bit of information I can. I will replicate it. I will reproduce it. I will go and apply it. I absolutely love being around coaches and mentors love it to the core we'll do it for the rest of my life we'll preach it for the rest of my life that's just the way i learned but when you find your passion you find your mission your purpose your vision your goal your assignment of why you're here on earth you add value to that you develop and you grow that okay here's the other thing too and then let me hurry up and wrap it up with this is 
What are your healthy boundaries? Can you say no when you need to say no? How much of your time is being spent on something wisely that is producing an ROI, okay? How much of your time that, you, because everything is an investment, your time is an investment. Is this time gonna produce an ROI? Is this time that you're investing in all of these projects or all these people or all these businesses or all these, you know, all these different endeavors, is it producing results and fruit that is fulfilling and that adds to your vision and to your mission, to your goal, to your assignment? Okay. Now there's nothing wrong with having a full plate. Absolutely love it. But there's got to be the balance, first of all, of I have to master this thing first. And once I have mastered that, then I apply the same principle and the concepts and the model and the structure to master everything else. All the principles are the same. But if I am spreading myself way too thin with all of these different projects, I don't become a master of anything. So therefore, I don't succeed wildly in any of these things. I am just spread too thin and I just make it just get by. I can't break $60,000 a year. I'm getting stuck because I decide to apply myself at all these other things instead of mastering this one thing first and then applying the same principle and concept to everything else. Okay. So hopefully this is helping you guys because I have seen this in my own personal life. This is what I did. This is what prolonged me for 10 years. I decided to be good at whatever I applied, whatever I chose to do, but I didn't decide to master one thing first so that I can master and, and be good at, at all these other things. So therefore, I decided I wanted to be good at a lot of things. I just didn't decide to master one thing first. So that whatever I did do after that, I could be good at. Okay. So there has to be something I master first. There's got to be healthy boundaries. There's got to be the times where you say no more than you say yes. Because if you are hustling, you're grinding, you're, you're pushing, you are, you, you are building, you're giving, you're investing. Those principles that you apply are also attracting more opportunities. They're attracting more people. They're attracting people that want to be around you, that want to do what you do, that are longing for what you have and it's something that they may be missing. Now, it doesn't mean that you cut them off or you block them out of your life, but you got to learn the balance and the leverage of how we can you know, time these things. Timing is everything. Do I have the time of uh, being able to you know, do all these projects, do all these other kind of things. It just may not be the time right now. It may not be that I'm, it's, it's not necessarily that I'm not supposed to. Timing is everything. Am I supposed to do it right now? Okay. And this is the reason I'm saying this. This was me. This was my life every single day. I outworked everybody in ministry. I outworked everybody in the car business. I outworked every millennial in my city that I could think that I could meet. And the reason I was doing that is because I had a fear of not having enough. I had a fear of being left behind. I had a fear of missing out. I had a fear of that if I don't work hard enough that I'm going to be broke or I'm going to get my cars repoed or house repossessed or evicted or whatever. I had a fear that was driving me to not sleep and to outwork everybody. Okay. Now that may not be your condition. That may not be what you are struggling with, or that may not be the issue here. But for me, the reason why I did not succeed the way I really desired or was meant to 
uh, was because I didn't have the mission, the assignment, the goal, the vision, and I wasn't feeding that properly and mastering myself in order to be successful in the other areas to be influential the way I really desire to be. Uh, and that is one of the reasons why I came up with a mastery program called I Mastery. And that's why I focus so much on identity. I Mastery is identity mastery. If I can focus on mastering myself first as the priority, then I'll be able to give and empower because this is a statement that I'm closing with and I absolutely live by it. You teach what you know, you reproduce who you are. That is momentum. You teach what you know, you reproduce who you are. What do I mean by that? Let me break it down and I'm done. Momentum is after you have mastered this area, you teach it, which is your value. You teach those that come to you, that you attract. And by your teaching, you reproduce more by living it, manifesting it, applying it, and attracting it. You reproduce who you are in other people. And that may be a leader, that may be an influencer, that may be a coach, that may be a teacher, that may be a successful entrepreneur, whatever it may be. You reproduce who you are automatically. This is the fruit of, okay? So instead of you trying to get everybody to reach their goals, you train them to master themselves and you reproduce who you are, which is self-mastery, identity mastery, I mastery. You master that one and then you'll comply that a principle wherever you go and you can charge as much as you want because now you're the go-to guy in your industry. You're the go-to guy in your niche. You're the go-to guy set apart because you knew how to say no, you had to set healthy boundaries. And because you didn't have yourself spread too thin, you were able to pick up momentum and build consistency. You build stability, sustainability. And now you are attracting all of this stuff to you. You have this magnetic pull to your life now. And so whatever you do, whatever you apply yourself to, that's credibility. And now people are able to say, I trust you. I'm with you. I'm all in. Show me how to become this. Show me how to do this. That's what success is. It's not achieving. It's not doing. It's not obtaining. It's